Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful Thursday morning. And I uh, hope everybody had a good night's rest and slept well and ready to hit the day running. And I uh, hope everybody does have a good, wonderful, and blessed day today. And praise God, He gave us another day to serve Him. And uh, we just got to make it the best that we can as we do every day. All right, let's see who we have here. We've got Karen Smith, Lee Miller, Tracy Little, Jennifer Honeycutt, uh, Mr. Rusty, and uh, so good deal. Like I said, there's always, I can see a lot more than that watching, but that's only the names that I can see this morning. Well, let's go ahead at this time and do our Pledge of Allegiance, if we may. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Good morning, Miss Mousie. Well, praise God again. You know, like I say, I just say this every morning. We live in the greatest nation in the world, but it's sad to see how uh, quickly we are deteriorating and uh, those who are in power are only all too gleeful and giddy to see it happen. And uh, it's just so sad uh, to see what's, how things have transpired in Afghanistan. Our uh, crisis at the border, uh, you know, and it's, it's, it's a bad, bad deal, guys. It really is. And now they're trying to label Christians uh, in comparison to the Taliban. I don't know if, you, uh, if you're on my Facebook, you may have seen uh, the article that I had shared from Ken Ham. Uh, he's put on the, the article's name was Christian Evangelicals or America's Taliban. Uh, act, actors, journalists equate American Christians to the Taliban. Is that not not crazy? Uh, MSNBC host Joy Reid stirred up controversy earlier this week when she compared Christian conservatives to the Taliban. But Reid is hardly the only public figure on the left making that analogy. Actor Tim Russ, best known for playing Lieutenant Commander Tuvok on the sci-fi series Star Trek Voyager and Principal Franklin on Nickelodeon's iCarly tweeted Monday that the Taliban are as fanatical about their beliefs and culture as the millions of people right here in the U.S. who believe in religion, conspiracy theories, and alternate reality. And uh, so, uh, so it goes on and talks about how this uh, uh, idiot that played on Voyager has went has disparaged. It's not the first time he's disparaged uh, uh, Christians, and you know it is. Uh, and they want to label us as terrorists now. Particularly, you know, you've heard uh, you know Obama how we cling to our guns and our Bibles. They want that this fallacy about the insurrection and troubles in office. And uh, why? So that they can persecute us, so that they can, because we are the voice that is standing in the face. See, Christianity and, so, and, and uh, uh, um, socialism, got here in a second, can't coexist in the same place. So they've got to get rid of Christianity so they can push uh, their socialist agenda. So they, if they can demonize us, if they can make us look like the enemy, get us out of the way, then they can push their socialist and communist agenda. And uh, just like I was talking about last night about the uh, clown car in uh, Britain that uh, is going around uh, and uh, if people can report if someone said mean things to them on social media or you're not in agreement with uh, alternative lifestyles. So guys, I'm telling you, as long as Lord tarries, his thing, it's going to get worse. It's going to get far worse before it gets better. And I hate it for my kids and, and uh, future generations. Uh, the, as long as you know, the Lord 
know, Jesus raptured us out of here, we're going to see more and more persecution. That's, that's the bad, bad thing about it. But God's Word warned us about that. So, Good morning, Angel Dixon, Darlene Barker. Appreciate you ladies tuning in. All right. Our verse this morning is Philippians 4.8. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is, if there is anything worthy of praise. All right. I'm going to go ahead and uh, read beyond that, if I may. Worthy of praise, think about these things, what you have learned and received and heard, seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. My friends, it is, um, yeah, you know, no surprise we uh, have to really guard our hearts and minds. You know, we, uh, God's Word is constantly talking about it. We see that about the heart. He's generally talking about the mind, the things we have to guard, uh, what we have to concentrate on, what we have to focus on. In fact, even Mark Twain wrote, What a wee little part of a person's life are his acts and his words. His real life is led in his head and is known to none but himself. All day long, the mill of his brain is grinding, and his thoughts, not uh, not those other things, are his history. But it is uh, uh, what we focus on can determine how our days going to go and how our lives going to be led. If you're focused on the things of the world, if you're focused on negativity, then it's going to be uh, it's going to get worse. You know, you're not going to have a good day. Your uh, you know things are going to be bad. You know, if you have a negative attitude, uh, negative thought process. But um, but here's the thing: we have to be very careful uh, not to fall into the trap of like Norman Vincent Peale in regards to his erroneous uh, beliefs and positive mental thinking. And of course, his protege Robert Schuller. Either both of those were they were far from uh, anything that we can say was uh, Christian or biblical uh, in any way, shape, form, or fashion. So we have to be very careful that we are not um, uh, in that category of positive thinking because people have this idea of, well, if I, if I have, have good thoughts and good thoughts, well, then good things will come my way, you know. And, I, of course, you all know I hate that. Uh, send uh, positive thoughts and vibes my way. I hate that. I hate it. All right. And uh, because positive thoughts and vibes ain't going to do a flipping thing. The only thing that's going to change things is prayer. Prayer is what shakes the gates of hell. Prayer is what makes things happen. We have to pray to an almighty God, the God of the Bible. That's who we pray to, and that's what makes things change, and that's what makes things happen is through the power of prayer. But uh, sitting in the lotus position and just wishing good thoughts and vibes ain't going to do a flipping thing. So you could sit there cross-legged with your uh, fingers uh, together like you got two boogers between your fingers, and uh, there you go. But it ain't going to change nothing in the world. But... Um, it's just uh, it's heresy, really, when you hear that positive mental thinking, uh, that science of the mind, if you will. I have to be very careful about that. But, you know, uh, we have to be careful not to fall into the trap of negativity. Uh, yes, like things are bad right now. They're not good. But we have to be very careful to guard our hearts and minds and not to allow that to, uh, uh, to consume us, to control us. And, uh, you know... Because, you know, that's why God's Word says we, we battle not against flesh and blood. Because it is a mental battle. People can't see what's going on in our heads. You know, uh, it's like a lot of people who have committed suicide. Uh, you know, look at Robin Williams. You know, a lot of people didn't realize uh, he was he was going to be suffering a very debilitating disease. 
and probably may have contributed uh, to his death uh, and uh, you know nobody saw it coming they committed suicide you know a lot of times it's easy to put on a good outward front but inside you're battling some major demons uh, inside in regards to depression and sadness and loss and uh, just issues in general that uh, you know you may find it difficult uh, to deal with and you know what may be a big issue to you may not be a big issue to somebody else you know but however that is still your issue and it's something you have to fight and uh, something you have to give over to the Lord it's not something you can uh, do on your own it's only through God's power and grace to help you overcome uh, those obstacles that devil wants to throw your way because that's what he wants to do he wants to bring you down mentally spiritually and emotionally and if he can do that then he can try to uh, bring uh, victory over you but our victory is already won our god already won the battle god has given us the power to overcome and i fall into that state of depression it's easy to want to stay in that that darkness it's easy to you know think that you're in a deep dark hole that there's no way to get out and and uh, there's no light at the end of the tunnel you know it's like it uh meme that's going around said they say there's light at the end of the tail uh, at the end of the tunnel here's my light it shows a picture of darth vader with the lightsaber you know so you know the even the light at the end of the tunnel can seem bleak but uh but the thing of it is we're focusing on ourselves and not on god see we are inherently selfish people we worry about our problems our bills our situations uh you know and what worry it but if we would kid we, you know, uh, turn that focus back on God and focus on His love, His joy, His peace, and and, and then that would can make a a, a, a tremendous turnaround uh, in your thought process. So you need to quit. You know, you know, it's very easy to have a a pity party. Poor little me. Uh, you know, but we uh, have to realize that you know what we're stronger than that. Not only of ourselves, but the strength that comes from God. And you could turn that around. You, you sit there and say, Hey, I'm not going to do this today. I'm going to get up today. I'm going to fight today. Uh, you know, I'm not going to allow somebody else to dictate how I feel. You know, uh, and sometimes it's easy when somebody you feel like somebody's wronged you. You want them to suffer. You want them to feel pain. You want them to. But and so you make yourself miserable. But you have to say, you know what? I'm not going to do that today. I'm going to focus on God today. I'm going to let His strength be my strength today. I'm going to have forgiveness. I'm going to put away bitterness. I'm going to put away wrath. I'm going to do those things that God wants me to do. You're better than that. You have to make yourself get up and quit wallowing in those uh, ideals that are going to drag you down. And so that's why it takes work. That's why it is a battle. We have to force ourselves to get up and quit quit selling yourself short. Thinking, well, I can't overcome. I can't do this you can't but with god you can you know all things are possible through christ jesus you know and, and we can have to give that over to god we have to get up each and every morning and we have to keep fighting to one foot in front of the other keep pushing keep going forward never give up never surrender keep fighting that's why god that's why he you know sent us that paracletos he sent us that helper known as the holy spirit to give us the ability to keep moving forward so quit allowing other people to dictate how you will feel and how you are. Quit blaming other people because you're not where you think you should be or whatever it may be. You take responsibility for yourself and you keep your eyes on God. You get up every day and you keep pushing and you keep fighting. You know, we can lay there all day long and say, boy, I wish God will give me biscuits and gravy this morning and you can lay there all day. It ain't going to happen. But you have to get the ability to get up, go to work, earn the money, buy the stuff, get your fanny out of bed, make the breakfast, and you'll have God. That's how God's going to provide it. But you got to meet Him to a certain extent. He'll provide what you need, but He's still going to. You still have to get up and make some initiative. 
So uh, quit, you know, whether it's spiritual or exercise, where it is, it takes discipline. And it takes discipline to stay in the Word. It takes discipline to stay in prayer. It takes that discipline. What is important to you? Is it the things of God or is it the things of the world? Is it your problems are, are too, you think your problems are too big for God? Or God is way too big and He can overcome any obstacle, any problem that you have? Even our major biggest problem is minuscule to the things of God. There's nothing that's bigger than God. And God can get you over that. He can get you through that. No matter what it is that you're going through. So my friends, we must be motivated Get up, get out, get get to studying, get to praying, live for Jesus Christ, put away selfishness, put away the self-centeredness, and let us focus outwardly on God instead of looking inwardly at ourselves and moaning and whining around like little children. So that's why it's important that we get up and do these things. And so when we look at this, whatever is true, all right? Uh, when you look at uh, true as to fact, it notes uh, the actuality of a thing. Uh, so we know that we can uh, re uh, focus on those things of the God's word that is true. It is not relative. It's not uh, what, what that means to you. Is it may not be what it means to me kind of scenario. It is true. It is static. We can count on this. And despite whatever culture may say or do, we can uh, count on the fact that we can trust in the promises of God's words. So we need to focus on whatever is true. Focus on whatever is honorable, something that is dignified, worthy of respect. Again, uh, we're taking life seriously. And I look at life as a perpetual joke that we take life seriously. You know, I like to kid and joke around as much as anybody, but when it comes to the Word of God, I take that very seriously. It's about time that we all start doing that. Think on whatever is right. Uh, the Word is used of God Himself, who is righteous, and of Jesus Christ. And so um, we need to think on the holy nature of God, all right? Think on whatever is pure. The word refers to ceremonial purity, but also to the moral purity that is pictured by the ceremonial. It especially means the keeping our bodies undefiled, abstaining from sexual sins. And uh, you know, today's society, we are over-indated with uh, sexuality. You can't watch a, a simple commercial without some sort of uh, sexual reference uh, being pushed in there, gay or straight anymore, as, as sickening as it is. And so uh, we have to be very careful to guard our minds, not to look at something we shouldn't, not to ponder on something we shouldn't, not to view these things. But you may not physically commit adultery uh, on your spouse, but if you are viewing uh, provocative images in your heart, you have committed adultery. So that's why we have to be very careful about that. Think on whatever is lovely. The word occurs only here in the New Testament. It means what is pleasing, agreeable, and attractive. So the only thing that is agreeable, lovely, and attractive is Jesus Christ. And we have to truly focus on him and what our Savior has done for us. Think on whatever is good repute. Uh, this comes from a compound word meaning to speak well of something. Uh, it refers to something that deservedly enjoys good reputation. So we can see that, uh, that what is of good reputation, things, again, we're looking at things of God, the spirituality of things. And uh, 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 to think on anything of virtue. The word excellence uh, in the NACB and the NIV means moral virtue. Although it is common in Greek literature, this is the only time Paul uses the word. Peter uses it as a quality of God and thus as the first quality that we are to add to our faith. So uh, that we are to... Um, Make sure that um, we put God first. We're doing those things that are in line with the things of God. 
All right. Again, it really comes down to putting away selfishness and uh, to stop any behavior that is contrary to God. It's not in line with God's word. Uh, you know, of course, we can look at the Ten Commandments, Sermon on the Mount, those kind of things. Uh, worthy of praise. The word praise is used both of what is praiseworthy and in people. Of course, every attribute and deed of God is praiseworthy. And so we should daily think about how great God is and all the marvelous works he has done, both in creation and in history. All right. Think on these things. Paul means to reflect on these qualities that stem from God and should be a characteristic of, of us children of God. Give them weight in your decisions. Allow them to shape your conduct. Uh, in other words, think on these things with a view to doing them. All right. So we look at this. All right. We do whatever is true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, excellence, anything worthy of praise. We got to think on these things. Not just to think on them, but view them as doing them. So, my friends, we must get motivated. We must get, and we must be strong in the things of God. And despite what culture, society may say or dictate, we have to follow the the attributes of God. It's the only way we're going to win the battle, the battle of the mind, the battle spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. To focus on these things, focus on the things of God, my friends. At the time for laying around, being apathetic, being complacent is over. The battle is here, the battle is now, and it's time we get up and we get motivated and start getting out there and fighting and quit laying around and uh, whining and crying in the mud. It's time to pick yourself up and let's start pushing forward. Let us pray. Therefore, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this day and your grace and your mercy. Lord, I pray that you'll help us each and every day to uh, to ponder on uh, and to not only view it, think on it, but to do it uh, when it comes to the fruits of the Spirit of love, joy, peace, long-suffering, goodness, kindness, faithfulness, self-control, to focus on these things of what is pure and true and lovely. And Lord, help us, Lord, to have the mind of Christ, to put away worldly things and ideals. Lord, for anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us. Lead and God and protect us this day. And Lord, I want to lift up a special prayer for Wendy Lee. Pray that you bring a miraculous healing upon her, Ginger Hood and Troy and uh, Kim Penix. And uh, Lord, I do pray for all those I've seen on Facebook whose family members are being diagnosed with COVID. You bring healing upon them. And Lord, I pray that you be with all those watching this morning. Keep them safe and well. And watch over protect them. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, my friends, hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.